0: Hello, and welcome to the Real Boys Podcast. Um, I am going to start today with a content warning. (laughs) This movie does contain some sexual violence, and we are going to talk about it. So, if that is something that you um, don't want to listen to, I'm going to suggest that you skip this one because it's part of the movie that we have to talk about. Um, So, with that, uh, we'll start my intro um in 1962 anthony burgess wrote a dystopian novella about a future where the youth run wild committing savage acts of violence in the end our narrator alex comes through torture in prison to cure him of his violent tendencies uh but they get reversed he grows up um he ends up growing up himself And decides naturally that he doesn't want to be part of that life anymore. Um, The American publishers didn't think it would go over well here in America so against the author's wishes they left off that final chapter and in doing so pretty much the entire point of the story. Um, That's the last you'll hear from me about the book because this isn't a review of the book it's a review of the 1971 Stanley Kubrick movie which in true Stanley Kubrick form strips out all the nuance and gets right to the gritty stuff. Um, I'm Michael Colby, and I hope everyone is ready for some social commentary because my number five pick, a Clockwork Orange, starts now. Um, so let's get to the panel. I'm gonna start off with Dan Levely from uh, Oops, caught me smoking. <laughs> <laughs> You're muted, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my disappointing. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm aware. I'm aware. This movie, again, not for everyone. Um, so I am ready for it. So give it to me.
1: <laughs> I just want to know what your Pornhub uh, search history looks like. <laughs>
0: it do- it doesn't look like this i was actually um as i was watching the first act of this movie i was like oh this is rough i was not i didn't remember it being quite that long like those sexual violence scenes are long and yeah unnecessary um yeah. once it, once we get past that stuff um Uh, it it mellows out and it's the movie that i remember uh but that yeah i again i totally get it (laughs) yeah um,
1: i'm not not a big fan of this movie but yeah i'm sorry no,
0: (laughs) no i no i totally get it i'm i'm not i'm not mad i swear this is the only one from my list that's anything quite like this okay so we're <laughs> gonna viewer discretion forward. is advised <laughs> viewer discretion listener discretion um if you watch this movie and didn't know what it was sorry about that <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Like me. laughs> yeah, yeah, the first hard. like five minutes of this movie i'm just like what the fuck is this movie yeah. about no it's it's rough it's like um, a bondage soft porn or something yeah. what's going on it's it's a little bit of Mm, I don't even know if I would call it soft porn, but, uh, so Dan's not a fan. Uh, all right, well then let's move on. We'll get you back. Uh, next up is from some nobodies, Dylan Terry. Hey, Dylan, (laughs) give it to me. Let's have it. So I want to talk briefly about the book
2: because you you're done with it. Um, you're done talking about it. So I read the book in high school. Uh, it was the unabridged version with the 21st chapter added in, where Alex grows up a little bit and decides that he no longer wants to be hyper-violent and a bad person. Yep. The movie omits that.
0: Yes, it does.
2: And this might be a controversial take, but I think the movie is stronger for omitting that ending. Okay. Because I think the book has time to develop Alex internally as a character where we see him as sympathetic. The movie does not Alex in this movie is not a sympathetic character in any nope. in any meaning of the word at any point in this film. And to have him at the end of it get out of it and choose to leave that violent life behind would have felt an anticlimax.
0: You know what? I think I agree with you for the movie, yes. As
2: as the movie stands right now, it is a bleak and unapologetic portrayal of a society that has completely failed. To portray any sort of empathy for anyone who lives within its walls, mm-hmm. including the victims, the perpetrators, the people who are mm-hmm. trying to rehabilitate. Um, man, I you know this is one of the, this is a hard movie because I I can appreciate it for a filmmaking point of view, yep. but it ruined <laughs> my evening. I watched this the other night
0: and it completely ruined my night. Um, yeah, no, I I get it. Um, that's <laughs> the the again the social commentary about this is what i'm sort of into that's like my whole thing and i do not want to hear it simon you'll get your chance later um yeah so this is this is sort of what i'm into and kubrick is i i did have to pick a kubrick movie um and this was the one that i picked and As I was watching it again, that first act is unpleasant. (laughs) It's very, it's very
2: uncompromising. And I don't think it could have been made by anybody who wasn't Stanley Kubrick.
0: Oh, if it would have been made by anyone else, it would have been terrible. Yeah. All right. We will get into it later with you, Dylan. Um, But next up, I'm going to pull up someone else who this was their first watch of it. And that is Jerry and Blaze.
3: What's going on, man?
0: What's going on? This is not a new cast member.
3: <laughs> no, man. I'm just I'm using the, I'm using the first name. There's so many Johnny Blazes out there.
0: There you go. For for anyone who's confused, this is our Johnny Blaze, but now he's Jerry and Blaze, so get used to it. This was your first time watching the movie. Correct. Yes, it was. Yes. What did you think?
3: Um, I was definitely mouth was kind of on the floor uh the first few minutes, but Um, I like British films, so I kind of understood a little bit and then I had to throw in that it was the seventies, the very early seventies. So you could do a lot more. Um, but it it was definitely different, probably something I never would have even heard of if I wasn't in this panel. So, um, it it was, it it was interesting, man. Interesting. Definitely say that. Good, Uh,
0: (laughs) I, you know what? I had a feeling that you were going to be the one who, if not had my back, at least, you know, was the closest to it. <laughs> was the yeah, one who wasn't yeah, going mean, to be stabbing me. In
3: it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely. And once I got past that and everything, it, it was, it was, it was a decent flick, man. De- decent flick.
0: Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. All right. Um, we'll get back to you. All right. Next up, we're going to have, uh, Zach Wiseman again, from the some nobodies.com. Hello, hello, hello,
4: Zach. I know you have opinions. I do. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm uh, ready for them. <laughs> in in totality, I, I had a hard time with this movie uh, for a couple reasons. One, I I did a, a bad thing, which was I started it a couple days ago. I've seen it before. I started a couple days ago, and uh, about an hour in, I was like, "I'm gonna get to this soon," so I stopped it. Uh, that put me in a terrible mood, and this isn't a movie that you cannot watching segments you kind of have to watch the whole thing uh and and that's where i I, and i was like man i really don't want to get back into this and i almost thought about canceling tonight just because i'm like i I really don't want to get into this uh so then this morning i I woke up and i'm like okay let me just do it start to finish and my 21 year old daughter uh she woke up early and she goes hey what are you watching i'm like well i'm watching a uh an oscar winner. i'm watching you know so she sat down with me and uh we watched this movie from beginning to end and uh it's this movie is like a very very graphic art piece that you're not allowed to not like and that's upsetting because anybody who talks ill of this movie is kind of who this movie is against which makes you a target of exactly what this movie's talking bad about and i'm going i i'm not sure if i understood what dylan was saying but uh Alex. He is the hero of the story. Uh, he is looked at sympathetically. He's looked at from such a hero point of view. And he does not have a redeeming arc. He really doesn't go through anything. He lies the entire time. I even mm. think at the end he lies. And I'm going to disagree that the uh, the, the other ending, the only the positive ending of the book was forced on the author by his publishing company. He didn't want to do the the positive ending. And I'm glad Kubrick didn't do the positive ending because it wasn't what the author wanted. Unfortunately, I don't think a lot of this movie was what the author really wanted either. Although he was okay with it. I just, I have a lot of problems with this movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, I haven't watched it. Probably. It's probably been five, maybe seven years since I watched this last. And I was, I was shocked (laughs) by the first act of this movie, but yeah, you're right. This is, this is a movie in three acts that you cannot, you can't split it up. All three of those acts need to be there.
4: Yeah. And and like I said, off camera earlier, I don't think I've seen a movie that hates women more. This movie was, especially watching it with a 21 year old woman. uh, This movie was uncomfortable to watch because it's like, Mm. What what is the point of all of the, like? What's the point of this? Especially yeah. when you think like the choices that Kubrick made, where like it's that people say like, oh, it sticks to the book, but it actually doesn't. Uh the plot beats do, but how each person is portrayed doesn't. And uh, Alex, unfortunately, is portrayed incorrectly in this movie. Ali, uh, yeah, you're
0: right. Um, Alex is is too sympathetic. I think that's half Kubrick's. Like hero worship of the edgy cool guy and half just Malcolm McDowell's sort of natural charisma. Like, I don't think even when Malcolm McDowell is playing a bad guy, you still do sort of like him. And I think that's that's just him.
4: Well, I think that's Kubrick. Uh Kubrick gets exactly what he wants uh even in the very beginning where when even when you you and we're going to get to it. But uh yeah, Alex a- Alex is the only one that gets any kind of like color or electricity in this movie and uh you cannot take that away from him and he is uh a Jesus character and I don't like that. Yep. Yep. But we'll get we'll um, get to it.
0: Yeah, we'll get to it. All right. Um well is uh do we have our podcast mogul here? No podcast mogul's not here yet all right um well then let's get to the panel and then when our podcast mogul phil better comes in we'll let him in get his opening thoughts all right gentlemen (laughs) all right well let's get into the movie movie opens up my first note is movie opens up uh close-up on malcolm mcdowell's face he is supposed to be 15 years old he looks 30 uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. we're yeah that's wait like, this
1: dude was supposed to be
0: 15 years old yeah he's Sep- supposed to be 15. the movie yeah. is 17
1: see now oh, I, I hate this say movie that even more movie?
4: that just makes this movie even worse i don't know if they ever said his age in the movie uh but no. i know the i know the book he's supposed to be 15 um, Yeah. And even immediately, like, you, you're panning in this in this scene and you're noticing that everything around it is static. Every person it, – it's almost equivalent to going through, like, uh, like a bar right now – well, not right now, but, like, well, with cell phones. Like, no one's paying attention to anybody. No one's knowing mm. really what's going on. And Alex is staring right at you, right at mm-hmm. the audience. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, come on, bullshit. He's, like, he's I, doing I, a Kubrick
2: I, stare, I, you know? It,
4: Yeah, but he's the only one that's allowed to have life in here. And then as you're looking in, like, you know, and you see all these statues of just naked women uh, being used as just furniture and and just tools, you know. Uh, Yeah. Immediately, I was like, oh, God, okay, here we go.
0: Here we go. Oh, we're we're in for it. This is. Yeah, this is not. This is not an entertaining movie.
2: It's not an easy film to talk <laughs> about. No, not it's not to easy to
0: it's not easy to watch, it's not easy to talk about. Um I, yeah. Okay, so but let's get into the beats of the actual movie. Um, we have the milk bar opening and he's talking about the Maloko Plus. Um Jerrian, what do you think is in that milk?
3: Oh, man, I have no idea. I thought he might have just been on some McPoyles from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like <laughs> glass of warm milk type thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's but you know, you know, man, it might have been like a white Russian mix or something like that. Uh, I, I, I have no idea.
0: Okay. But definitely um,
3: something in it. Or maybe a or something for the people. So I don't know. It's
0: it's <laughs> closer to that. Yeah, it's closer to that. There, there's supposed to be like uppers yeah. that are in there to help mm-hmm. them you know, last all night with whatever they're doing. Yeah.
1: To help them be douchebags yeah. throughout the whole night?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> That's <laughs> absolutely down. what it's supposed to be for. Yeah, it yeah. helps them, yeah. you know, be able to violence and everything else that they're doing.
3: See, fuck that um, Douche juice. Yeah, <laughs> it's, juice. it's douche you juice.
0: You're correct. <laughs> and again, this this movie, there is no sort of redeeming there shouldn't be any sort of redeeming hero characters in this. These are all bad people, um, and unabashedly so. Yeah, there's and there's no, there's no redemption for any of them. They and actually some of them get worse. <laughs> so we are, we are <laughs> out of out of the bar now. Whatever they're drinking this milk with drugs in it. Um, they come across a bum who is under the bridge. He is drunk and he is singing, just having a grand old time. So, douchebag uh, moment
1: number one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Four, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Extreme douchebag moment number one. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: extreme yeah. douchebag yeah.
0: moment. <laughs> Alex is a dishonest narrator. That's his. Yeah, that's his character. Yeah. Um, there's. Yeah. There's. Nothing redeeming about Alex. Uh, so we're gonna beat this bum up. Uh, it's it's really to set up the bum does have a little bit of exposition. I shouldn't say bum. Um, <laughs> this homeless person is he has a little bit of exposition before they just beat his ass. Sort of setting up the world that you know these kids are just sort of allowed to run wild. Um, Dan too much was this a little bit too much
1: it's it's it just starts off and i don't like it right from the fucking get. and what's up with the jack straps <laughs> up above the, the short
4: pieces it's like, like, more extreme on. in the novel. <laughs> yeah well oh. the, the, the costume actually is in the novel uh kubrick couldn't figure out anything and yeah. apparently one time malcolm mcdowell came from uh, an actual like cricket match with his costume on and kubrick was like yeah that's what i want just yeah. put your jock strap on the outside and and, and i w- i want to preface this entire thing with saying i don't have a problem with violence in film i really don't i have a problem with pointless violence and i have a problem with movies that are trying to tell me what's wrong with society by only showing me what is wrong with society Uh this movie is the Joker 50 years ago like mm-hmm. this, this movie is why Todd Phillips is the way he is like you can't you can't you can't you can't just shove you can't just shove pointless violence at people and say like well it's because that's what's wrong with the world no dude you're also what's wrong with the world but yeah I mean the, 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 the homeless person like uh, obviously, I, I th- this is one of the few things that comes back around. Like, there's not many people that have any kind of arcs in this in this film, and uh, I would say the homeless guy almost does.
0: <laughs> yeah, this guy. I don't know if it's an arc, but he yeah, does come <laughs> <back>. <laughs>
1: just a line. It's
4: just a it's yeah, straight revenge. <laughs> yeah, he gets, back. He, gets back.
0: he peaks a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get back. Um, we beat this. We beat this homeless man to a pulp you have no idea what happens to him. And then we go back to the milk bar. Uh, There's a lady (laughs) there singing, um, and Alex's gang is not having any of it, but Alex is having it. Um, So this is sort of where you learn about his association with music and violence. Like, as he's listening to this woman singing this beautiful song, he's thinking about violence. Like this is his whole entire world is crime and, you know, stealing and raping and beating people up. That's what gives him joy at this point in his life. Um, So that's sort of a big plot point for the movie is his association with music and, you know what he likes. Um so anybody have any anything with with the music?
1: If Beethoven's Nobody... cool. It's Yeah. It's Burgess,
2: yeah. it's the author bringing his love of classical music into the novel he wrote and then yeah. Kubrick doing his classical music score yeah. conveniently in a way that Burgess said was like dangerous used it it's, so effectively it was
0: dangerous is what it's it's very strange like the way they with the synthesizers <laughs> and the music and they make it, it it's just weird the whole time I was I was actually strangely very much into the score of this movie with the with the strange synthesized classical music you know it, it gives you an uneasy feeling which is you
4: yeah, know I mean, what it, it's supposed to do
0: it's very effective
4: if, it feels like the shining, like there's, it's very shining esque, uh, with classical music added into it.
0: Yeah. The shining was, <laughs> the shining probably would have been a lot easier to talk about. And Dan and... wouldn't have hated me forever
5: for movie. Also,
4: I question you, but I hate this movie. <laughs> the thing is like, I had to keep telling myself like, this is a comedy. This is a comedy. This is because this movie is supposed to be a comedy. It is a it's dark a terrible comedy. Terrible comedy. No, no. Kubrick mm. just Kubrick said he wanted this to be a comedy. Uh, when you look Ooh. at certain elements, wow. uh, it 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 does. It, we'll get to it, but uh, yeah, th- it, this movie does not make sense. That that's that's it. Yeah. Well, there's
0: there's a movie I don't know if any of you have seen it because there's no reason you should have. Um, there was a '90s movie called Doom Generation that was also supposed to be a comedy and uh, if you told me that this that that the doom generation was a comedy i wouldn't have believed you um and if you would if you're gonna tell me that this is a comedy i don't believe you (laughs) Mm.
4: i'm not saying it's good
0: (laughs) yeah there is nothing even even like dark comedy this is not it (laughs)
2: <laughs> Thought it was watching something else on a, a different stream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you came into uh well, why don't you stay anyway? Yeah, hang out.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. why not? Who are these fuckers? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, D- Dylan Dylan's one of our friends on uh Twitching on stream.
3: He comes in and yeah. helps us make stories on Tuesdays. Okay. Oh, I cool. Flanagan. Flanagan has... I did want to point out that they have the same casting director as uh Greece. Huh. huh. <laughs> really? Hmm. That's very strange. No, I mean, yeah. I think yeah. we think should have... it because no, it, it, I mean, you think about it because all the people in Greece were like really old actors that were supposed to be like fifteen.
0: Oh, yep.
3: <laughs> so that's we're okay. In my opinion. Yeah,
0: yeah. There you go.
3: You got to okay. follow me, man. I'm gonna be here all night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. we uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna have to get Red Flanagan if we could get them on the actual show because these are some okay. pretty good points that they're making. I'll talk to him. I'm seeing them tomorrow. Uh, t- <laughs> Wednesday night. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so we get to Alex's house. This is between Alex's house and the home that we have later. This is about as Kubrick-looking as anything gets in this movie. Um Alex's house is very weird like art deco uh retro-futuristic. <laughs>
2: I don't know that I'd call it art deco, but retrofuturistic is 100% accurate.
0: With the orbs on the wall and the his like blanket that has pyramids on it, <laughs> everything in it is just so strange, which I I'm I'm thinking is just sort of pointing out that this is not quite our world that we're dealing with here.
2: It it's a pretty uncompromising aesthetic that it puts onto its future. A lot of especially nowadays a lot of times when movies are like it's set 15 to 25 years into the future. It's like, it's like today, but it's dirty and there's graffiti everywhere. Mm. Everything's a little sleek and the collars are higher. Yeah. This one, it is like the fashion of the seventies. Elaborated. It yeah. Is bizarre. And that's yeah, how the book is
0: too. Yeah. Absolutely. To a larger it's, extent. It's almost to the point where this is an alternate earth. Like <laughs> this isn't, this may not even be quite the earth that we live on in the future. Um, Okay, so we're at Alex's house. Um, he's got his snake on his bed. It, the The relationship with the snake not really explained in this in this movie. Well, it's um, not. In,
4: it's not in the book. And he's a pet uh, snake. Uh, yeah. But Ku- Kubrick found out uh, behind the scenes that Malcolm McDowell hated snakes, so he wrote that into the character for Alex because that's Kubrick.
2: Because he's an yeah, asshole. But,
4: Kubrick yeah. does not see humans as humans. They're only Mm-mm. plastic pieces to make the like the, the almost claymation film that he wants to make.
0: Yeah, and we will get into that also later <laughs> in the movie about how much of a sadistic bastard that Stanley Kubrick was. Um, so Alex is skipping school. We find out that he has been skipping school a lot. He tells his parents that he has a job um it kind of does he, he kind of does because he is sort of loaded like when he opens up that drawer you know he's got yeah. all those watches in there he's got all the cash in there so
4: right definitely, he's definitely making money so but he also, he but he also doesn't need money. That's the thing. Like he is well off, so he's just taking things that he wants to take. Uh, he's yeah. only doing it because he wants to do it. There is no need. There's no actual desire other than I, I might as well. I'm. I want that.
1: Yeah. Since since we're at this part in the in this movie, I just wanted to say <coughs> again, this is another movie with terrible fucking parents. <laughs> like these parents, like don't do shit. To, to raise their kids, nope. like, are you going to school today? No.
3: Nope, I don't feel good. All right, I'm off to work. Fuck You kid, yep. do what yep. you want.
2: My was acting up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: His mom was the lady off of uh, Are You Being Served? That's what she reminded me of. Familiar with that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah. With the dance <laughs> is it her, or does it no. just remind no, you? She of just her. had the colored wig, though. You yeah. know how they yeah. did in the 70s, like, yep, though? yep. yep. It was like almost like the same character, and she was just very nonchalant, and like, okay, okay, love, see you, no, see, you, we'll check back in another week. If you've already missed a week of school, yep.
0: <laughs> All right, <laughs> oh, we're, yeah, Chris. this is, we're going to sort of blow through. Wow. a lot of them. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow. Who say? Good Chris thing Harvey Chris Harvey coming in with a zero. Good thing Chris Harvey's uh <laughs> hasn't watched the whole movie so he does not no. get All to right, his yeah. his do not count. His reels do not count. <laughs>
4: he so, might get to God. one. Indeed, okay.
0: He'd. So, we get to the record store. Alex skips school, goes to the record store instead. Um in his absurd purple like his, suit dress the the thing is he looks so cool in that
4: purple <laughs> like that velvet purple suit. He looks like uh, Willy Wonka in the chocolate I came well they could have pulled off that look I hate this scene I hate this scene so much uh because what this scene does is this lets the audience know that Alex is cool and he can yeah. get chicks if he wants uh in that, the book these are two ten year old girls that he takes uh which makes it way worse but yeah uh, th- this wow. scene, once again yeah. just is Kubrick yeah. saying like hey this guy's not that bad he's just misunderstood no he's he's a piece of shit. He, and, and that's it. I I See, don't uh, think. You're
2: supposed to sympathize with Alex at all. I think it's. I think Every, he's okay, the listen. narrator and he's unreliable.
0: We are seeing okay. this from his point of view. But yes, he, and I also, I also think that we get this scene where he talks to these girls for two seconds, and they come home with him. I think we're 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 finding out that he doesn't need to like rape or any of this stuff. He can get his. So the the rape, uh, the rape again is not. It's not. It has nothing to do with the sex. It's the violence, which is right, which is true in
4: real life. Like that's what it is. But my problem with this movie is every time Alex inflicts damage on somebody, the movie makes me feel like they kind of deserved it for some reason. Whenever uh, violence is inflicted on Alex, the movie makes me think. Alex does not deserve this. The only time you actually see blood in the first time, like the first time you actually see blood outside of the movies he watches is when Alex is being beaten up. Like whenever he's raping women or beating the shit out of women or doing some terrible things to everybody, uh, Mm. there's, there's, comedic music behind it mm-hmm. or singing in the rain behind it so that you detach yourself from actual violence until alex is being hurt and then yeah. we're supposed to yeah. hop behind alex no this movie portrays alex as sympathetic and everybody else uh is is not portrayed properly
2: but it, it portrays his single-minded isolationist view on himself by having the violence against other people be fantasy and the minute he gets hurt you see the actual consequences of that violence and the blood appearing.
0: It's yeah, it's everything, the, the reason that the movie is making you no. feel like the, the reason that the movie's making you feel like that is because that's how Alex wants you to feel. And his point of view is the only point of view we're getting. That's, that's the only point of view that we're getting is Alex's.
4: <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but it, it, his point of view, uh, everyone still does not want this, right? Like he knows that he's doing a bad oh, thing. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, he knows. He know, and uh,
4: this is Ugh.
0: yeah. This is again. Su- it's it's a rough one. No, this um, is
4: this is the this is the the non comedic equivalent of writing bad humor and then writing in the fact that you're writing bad humor because you can call out like, "Hey, look, look how obvious I am!" Like you gotta no. It, it's no,
0: <laughs>
4: no. Okay, so
0: <laughs> and... Uh, I get it. (laughs) Um, I'm saying
4: this movie portrays Alex incorrectly. And I do not care that it's supposed to be Alex is the narrator. Alex is the one and the point of view, because that just doesn't make sense how the story's told. Like the story is told for us to see Alex. The story mm -hmm. is not from, you know, like, Hey, follow me along. Be part of my people. Like I, I just, I, I, that's exactly what exactly what it is, <laughs> exactly what it
2: is. <laughs> yeah he's narrating the entire thing as if you're one of his buddies and he's telling you yeah. a story at a bar he's he yeah, he's narrating this whole thing. i mean movie. yeah i
4: no, i understand that he is the actual narrator but i'm saying the story from the visuals that this movie's portraying from the eye point that this movie wants me to see it <laughs> i'm supposed to see it from alex's point of view not as one of his friends not as anything else just from his point of view mm-hmm. like being being like positive from behind him that's i guess that's what i'm saying i'm supposed to sympathize with alex and there's no other character in this movie that can sympathize with alex so whatever whatever
0: (laughs) give up okay so now we're in now we're in the lobby um and we're setting up that his his gang is is no longer having any of it like he He's not the one that they want to follow anymore. He's he's becoming too much for them. Um, but at the same time, he still asserts his dominance. He's he's showing that he is the alpha of this group, even though there's three of them, you know, sort of going, all right, let's 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 stop this. But he's, you know, he's like, no, we're going to do it my way. I, yes, is- <laughs> I'm a hipster. Jesus Christ, Chris. Yes, I get it.
5: It's like episode 13. I have
0: never denied being a hipster. But the other thing is, I'm also, you know, a hundred years older than the rest of you. So I've not me. You and I are the exact same age. I've lived long enough that I had to become a hipster because the stuff I liked, you know, wasn't cool when I liked it when so, i met
4: you when i if i would have met you at 17 years old you would have loved this movie then when yeah, absolutely. we watch when we watch this movie now you should not like this movie
0: i i it's the same i'm having the same reaction that i did with uh, catcher in the rye but, when i read when i read that in when i was 17 <laughs> i i had the same reaction that i had to this movie which was oh this is a cool guy oh, but when God. i Watch when the movie I read movie time, Chris. When I read it, yeah, for real. When I read it, you know, when I was forty, I was like, "Oh, this is the turning point in this kid's life. This is where he grows up." Like I saw it from a completely different point of view from I when I did when I was seventeen. So yes, I still do like this movie, but it's for a different <laughs> okay. reason that I did when I was seventeen. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I miss whatever he's, he's anyway. in the
0: oh,
3: shit. Dude, I love De La Soul. I don't care. <laughs> I missed yeah, what he No, Dela so <laughs> the ball. Yeah, it's
1: pretty
0: dope. It's <laughs> funny. <laughs> All right.
4: Jesus Christ. Come on. All right. Let's get over with Let's get this. Uh, yeah, let's get on with this cool cat Alex.
1: This is it's, like the only part of the movie where I like though, is that where he hits the guy in the dick with the- <laughs> Stick, <laughs> and then, like, soccer kicks them right to the fucking leg. That's the only part of the movie where I laughed. It was like entertaining to me. <laughs>
0: yeah. But anyways, all right. continue. So then, all right. Yeah. Now we're now we're finding out. This is our big score. This is where we're gonna, you know, make enough money that we don't have to keep doing this, this violence and doing this petty crime. We're gonna rob this this lady who runs this. Um, like health spa thing and it's closed you find out that (laughs) you find out that um you know she's by herself it's only her cats there you know this is where we're gonna make our money and then we're gonna split the gang up um so alex gets in the house he kills this lady wait we skipped a couple a
4: couple big scenes didn't we we did skip the artist attack we skipped the art like the writer <laughs> oh, well, that, attack. Was yeah, why, that was way earlier why was way earlier why did we i, didn't I was wondering it. why i was wondering if we were going to come back to that for some reason we skipped that and i think we also skipped the big factory fight scene <laughs> the factory oh, the, I, the theater house yeah yeah we
0: did we did skip yeah both which is of those. and which i have is, them both in my notes <laughs> the, the theater like house the, is
2: definitely
4: an establishing moment well, that's a weird scene because at first you're like, oh, it's Alex, Alex is going to, it's going to save this woman because she's being raped, but no, it turns into a spaghetti Western for some reason for five minutes.
2: The violence in the scene is kind of slapstick and it doesn't vi- fit,
4: but, but this is when I kept telling myself, like, I think this is a comedy because like it, a, a lot of the times the violence, like the sound is way out of, out of range in this mm-hmm. movie, it turns like they're like double kicking people in the chest and throwing people in the air, like through plate glass windows. Like this mm-hmm. is, this is a somebody with the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it, it, it turned into the weirdest scene. And I'm like, what am I supposed and, and I'm, and I'm like, Oh no, nope, they're not actually saving the girl. They just wanted to go fight for us. Yeah. That's it. Yeah.
0: Ju- and juxtaposed against like how long this scene, like they're just sitting here watching this woman, like they're tearing off her clothes and you know, she's terrified. And they're just watching they're just watching this. Like if they were gonna stop this, why didn't they stop it? Uh right. Yeah. But uh, they I all- had it in my I had it in my notes, but I was like, oh, no, no.
4: well, the artist scene, though, I think is is one of the few pivotal scenes of the movie because that actually comes back. But, uh, you know, this is another <laughs> thing where like these people, th- these innocent people are just like, no, nah, I don't want to open my door. There's bad people out there. And he's like, please, we're just yeah, obviously nobody wants to open a door. People just get yeah. murdered everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like that scene is crazy because it's beautiful because that's the thing. This movie is too pretty. It's mm-hmm. too it's too pretty and it's it, annoying how pretty it is because just, like Kubrick <laughs> is he's, he's almost a Zack Snyder because he's a great cinematographer and he has such a beautiful vision. But I think his storytelling is a bit skewed. I think that he understands the wrong thing in some stories. I think that's absolutely the
0: case. Um, And uh, maybe I was focused on the aesthetics <laughs> more than then maybe I should have been because when they're at this house, I was looking at the bookshelves. I was looking at the art on the wall. I was looking at the architecture of the house that they were in. And I knew what was happening during this scene, but I'm like, I'm like transfixed by how everything is framed perfectly. And you know, this place is, and Kubrick does that. Like he did it in the shining and he does it here. And, he does it in uh that movie the black and white one that i always forget the name
2: <laughs> citizen kane
0: no the thing about how <laughs> no. i stopped learn loving and learned to love oh, the bomb dr strangelove yeah, yeah dr strangelove like shit like fucked up shit is happening in these movies but i'm like wow look at this movie yep. <laughs> and i think he does that maybe too well yeah. or did it because he's dead
4: <laughs> well and and, all, and then that scene with the you we know, with the writer and stuff uh and obviously it's a cartoonized version of people because the typewriter is the same size as the you know the writer himself and mm-hmm. then the woman comes in and they really just treat her like absolute garbage and the sad thing is is that this woman got beat up and tortured uh but kubrick did not like the way that it looked and he made that actress go through that for four straight days because they could not understand how to make that That scene work and even the singing in the rain thing was an was an improv scene uh like they they just didn't like the way that that worked and uh i guess uh kubrick just asked mcdowell like hey can you sing and he just belted out singing in the rain and then he immediately went and got the rights for it so even that part which i wasn't in the book uh just kind of comes back which is weird because if you're a fan of uh, classical music and you, you 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 touch yourself to Beethoven. Singing in the rain seems not something you'd be into. Uh, yeah, so that's a bit odd too. But whatever. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird one. Uh,
0: you guys are talking me down from liking this movie. Good. And I, I mean, you're you're not never wrong. watch it again. You're you're not wrong because. I, It's, it's a beautiful, and I think the story, the, the entire story is sort of an important story to be told because there is a lot of like commentary on important things, but it, it may be done poorly. If not beautifully.
2: It's a commentary on a society that has completely failed everybody who lives within it. Like there is nothing redemptive redeeming redeeming about this setting, about this place to live. Nobody in it, including the people who are trying to rehabilitate the criminals, are treated as people who are acting with empathy. People who are trying to rehabilitate the criminals are like Can't yeah, listen to they're... music. Sorry, dude. Yeah
0: like, Yeah, sorry. This is the only thing d- this, w- this movie one thing brings just... you joy, and you cannot do it anymore without being sick.
1: Well, they they don't know if it's like a like a sick trigger for him or something like like you said like you said he gets his rocks off to Beethoven so. Who
4: knows? No, like dude, hear Beethoven. Is,
1: and he just go back on the killing spree. This is this is
4: just another. This is another. Uh, just white privilege story of affluenza and bored ass white kids that have shitty parents and, and what they want to do and how the world sees it. And they're like, oh, this guy's damaged by society. Let's just make him another celebrity. Like I'm so sick of stories like this. This is so. I just I, I, well, I this, I'm, yeah. I'm so upset. I'm so upset you like this movie, Michael. Well,
0: this this. This is yeah. a book, this is a book from 1962 and a movie from 1971. oh yeah
4: so 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 what <laughs> so what <laughs> so this is your favorite movie of 2021 so like I, I yeah okay, I'm it's based on an old thing it's based on something old
0: uh great <laughs> it is based on something old and like I said the, the the story I think is important the what the movie looks like and we have not even gotten to like the part of the movie that I actually like yet, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are hey, still in the look, first
3: we act my of this part of the movie, bro. I mean, hey, we are—we already passed my favorite part of the movie when the cops are beating his ass and they spit on him and shit. That was my favorite. Yeah. part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just beat the live piss out of him. I'm just like, yes, yes. get him. That's,
3: well, I not miss I that.
1: We,
5: that part,
2: bro.
0: We I didn't miss that bit. part because that is yeah. later. That's, That's after later. After we haven't even gotten prison.
4: to that part yet. Right. We that, haven't okay, even okay, gotten to prison passed. yet. Yeah.
3: Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs>
4: and, and once again, the cat lady, which is I think where we're at, you know, the cat lady who uh, we, we look at her and the first thing we see is her crotch uh, surrounded by another bunch of just naked women and mm-hmm. uh, there's a big penis in there and you're like, oh, cool, like, here's another woman that is just going to be hated on and, and, and tortured for literally no reason other than, I guess, being rich, probably. Uh, that's it, yeah, but that's, yeah, that's what That's why they did it. But Alex is she's rich! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, well. And there are it, penises it everywhere.
4: Matter.
1: Why are there penises yeah, everywhere? This, this society Why? is very because clearly.
4: Um, yeah, they hate women. Boys are cool, man. Girls suck. God. You heard it I here. I didn't quote not Zach Wiseman on that. Cool <laughs> that's a thing. That's a Cooper quote. That's
1: a Cooper quote.
4: Yeah, I'm
3: not going to adapt that. One. Porn, we love women. Yes. And we support women.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this. <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> I, I didn't think, like, when I was watching this, I didn't feel like women were singled out um, because they they are all mistreated but everyone in this movie is mistreated so uh,
4: uh, I don't think so I think that every time you see something yeah. it is it is a penis it is offensive it is uh, quote on the back wall if it if it moves kiss it uh, there's penises everywhere there is uh th- there's a vagina for men to look at even when a woman is naked for something good at the end uh, she has to bow to a bunch of men uh, and then curtsy before she leaves this movie is aggressively anti-women uh, this movie is pro-white privilege and pro just uh annoyance because i i want to i want i want that's it i just want why can't i want i
0: deserve to want and as a 15 year old teenager that's how they would be like they want stuff no matter what they need to do to get it and if they can get away with doing it They're going
4: to do it because nobody is stopping them. But in a movie, there should be an arc and there's no arc here. Like he just always gets what he wants. You
2: can have an arc where the character winds up in the same spot because he goes through that. You can. It's a failed arc, but you can have an arc where a character uh, either tries to change or has change pushed on them and does not take
4: uh, that sounds—that sounds like a crappy sitcom episode, and that's not an arc. Uh, no, it's an—it's an arc,
2: man. <laughs> Failure to change is as much an arc as changing in
4: itself. He never wanted to change. He asked nope. for everything that he got. He got every single thing that he wanted, and he ended up being the same person that he was. This yep. is a Forrest Gump tale in a in an alternate universe. <laughs> nothing yes. happens except things happen. No, it's yeah, man nothing. versus society, and man wins, and uh, not for the be- not for the at- good. Alex wins. I won't even say man wins. Like, man doesn't in win. A, Alex does you know, exactly. In a figurative only,
0: sense. The only no. person that we know anything about is Alex. So, man wins because we are seeing this from Alex's point of view. So, yeah. He, he doesn't change in the movie. He doesn't change. Um, and, well, he does change. He does get that change forced on him. Yes, and then which they is okay. It.
1: And then they then they reverse it, and change mm-hmm. him right back to a douchebag. Yep, he's like, nope, yep, back to your yep. douchebag ways." Don't send and, him yeah, back and, to prison for what he did. Just yeah, and go that's, back to the street.
0: That's, that's the side. Like some people, uh, that's going to happen to some people. Some and people you can't change.
2: It's not a heroic ending either. It's not poor. Like from Alex's point of view, he's like, "Huh, I was cured." Yeah, uh, but he's he still the sitting in I'm a hospital supposed- getting fed. <laughs> We're not supposed to take that as a triumphant moment either. We're supposed to be like, man, everybody in this movie failed. Everybody. So, so even at, even at the end, when society is, when the people who are in charge of the society are like, we shouldn't have done that to you because it had unintended cruel side effects, even though it ultimately probably would have led to collective greater good. We shouldn't have done that because it harmed the individual. That mm-hmm. is not a success on the part of the state because the state in the movie then immediately turns around and uses his rehabilitation, rehabilitation, as like
0: political gains.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's cool though. Did change it back and then just send him back to prison because he did kill somebody. Yeah,
0: yeah, he did. Yeah, oh he yeah, committed all sorts of horrible crimes.
1: But yeah, I think he ends up getting married and having kids. So that's that's great. Congratulations. Oh.
2: The original Michael didn't want to talk anymore about the novel, so I can do that. Oh. Um, <laughs> the novel has
1: <laughs> oh, we we left the happy part out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
2: No. Well, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, straight up, the twenty-first chapter of the novel is like, I got a new gang. I'm going to commit some violence, and then, you know, I'm getting a little old to do this. I want a wife and kids, and then the movie and then the novel ends with him deciding and growing up. To yeah. stop being such a little douchebag. Hey,
4: Dylan, you can bring this book up on Real Boys Book Club. This isn't a book club, dude. This is a movie review. And, <laughs> and that don't... is
0: why yeah. I stopped talking
4: Fair. about the book. Well, you cannot over. you cannot bring up the book no. in a movie review. It, it does not all matter. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Zach
1: okay. is on fire. I just want <laughs> to point that out. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's
4: tearing this us. This we'll right up. I, I am so upset that Dylan and I are not eye to eye on this. I, 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 this morning, I, I <laughs> swear to God, when this movie was done, I looked at my daughter. I was like, I really think that other than Dylan, I think all the dudes are going to love this movie. And I actually uh, thought I, there was
0: going to be more people that, that sort of got it as well like not got maybe not got it <laughs> but i thought That's
4: there so would be cool. more people that like so cool it. <laughs> let's dress up as alex for halloween That's so cool. because <laughs> it
0: is very cool and and honestly i was going to like put on a fake eyelash and wear a bowler hat for this podcast but after i watched the movie i'm like fuck that i am not gonna like <laughs> i don't want to emulate alex at all like the the movie was different for me again it was different but I still enjoyed what it was saying.
2: Also, Zach, I do not love this movie. <laughs> I just want to put this out there. I do not love this
1: movie, but I can recognize it, what why, it's why trying we, to do. Are we doing this?
4: I'm furious. I'm trying to calm down.
0: <laughs> I think Dan has something to say. We have 10 minutes left and we are through the first act of this of this three act movie so we are going to have to blaze through the rest of this movie <laughs> which is right. unfortunate because this is where the movie slows down because this first this first act of the movie is going at lightning pace everything is happening 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 and then they get to the prison and it slows down to a snail's pace and we are learning that for the first time in his life, Alex is going to have to follow rules. He can't do what he wants to do. He's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to learn something here. Um, this this first scene where they're checking in his his valuables, you know, they make him stand behind the line. they you know, they make him strip and they they check his ass. The whole thing is like, this is, this is a completely different world from what he's used to. Dan, go It's like spread those cheeks. Yeah. Get in there with a mag light. Yeah. Yeah. That I guess, (laughs) uh, I I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, (laughs) I do have my notes here. My notes here are (laughs) the warden is doing his best. John Cleese impression. (laughs) And it's oh. it's pretty obvious. I think that like if anything was comedy in this movie, it would be the warden. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, OK, no. haven't been to rehab. They haven't caught me. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nick, Nick had a pretty good question earlier, Mike. I'd like you to comment on that. Dylan, can you bring yeah. that comment back up? Yeah. The purge comment? Yeah.
0: Oh, I've never seen any of the purge movies.
1: Oh, pretty good. The first one's pretty good. Yeah. It's very,
2: I think it's pretty clearly influenced by Clockwork Orange, at least, like, on a very much like, huh, what would happen if they did that once a year? Like, I yeah. think it's. You know, you watch mm-hmm. Clockwork Orange stoned, and you, you're like, huh.
4: <laughs> uh, "And also, just so you know, Michael, we don't have to cap it an hour. If if we want to take our time, no. we can take our time." So uh, yeah, we're not we live on scene snabs anymore. So no, okay. we, we we are right now. This yeah. time we oh, are. Oh, we are. Okay, but there's oh, okay. there's nobody after don't, us, so we got we got don't time. Don't bad talk the network. Oh. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> well, again, uh, yeah, watching this movie again. Uh, Like, I get it. I get why people don't like this movie. Um, uh, Maybe I was maybe I was getting maybe I was picking different things out of it than than you guys were. Um, But if I would have watched it another time, maybe I would be on your on your side completely. (laughs) But I don't watch movies (laughs) that many times. (laughs) All right. So. Okay. (laughs) Let's see what we've got here. Warden. Yeah. So then we
1: go. Warden was kick ass, though. I liked how he yelled at him all the time.
0: And he's doing that. Stand up, asshole. Yeah. He seems to be the only
2: character who's, like, actually trying to do his job in this world (laughs) without taking a vindictive
0: glee in it. Yeah. He's taken a little bit of vindictive
4: glee. <laughs> he, he, definitely, he definitely does. He, he does enjoy in the stage, it. In the stage show at the end, he kind of get a little bit out of that.
0: Yeah. yeah. There was there was a very strange... The way he was, like, side-eyeing some of the prisoners, I didn't quite understand what we were supposed to be looking at there. Like, yeah. there was a couple of close-ups of his face where he's, like, side-eyeing people with a smirk, and I'm like, are, are we coding this guy is gay? Are yeah. we doing...
4: Especially when uh, Alex, other... like when Alex was doing the uh, the overhead projector, and the one guy's like giving him like blowing kisses and winking at him, and it seemed like that the made like the warden guy was like looking at it and yeah. kind of like being like, "Oh, boys,"
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it was boy. it was very strange, and they didn't really.
4: Von Everyone Trier stops anti- to read the comics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, I. Yeah never seen that either
4: uh me neither actually oh god you know, this movie antichrist to the i don't i don't have a problem with problematic films if i can understand what the film is telling me if the film is telling me that i should like art because art should be liked and no piece of art is ever disliked then i i don't i don't like that if if the story is telling me like if we want you know if, if the story that this that kubrick was trying to tell me is we got to watch where we're going guys because if we do If we don't watch where we're going, this is the future we're going to get to, but that's not what we got. And if the story is like, oh man, I was kind of a bad dude. Let me fix myself. Uh, uh, Fine. But that's not what we got. We we actually don't really get a story except a plop in the life of somebody who is a bad guy who bad things happen to. I, I don't even know if this is a problematic film as much as just a beautiful lump of garbage, really. I, I really like, I, I, think that, I think that this is Kubrick's worst movie. I think that there are the like the, the things that he brings to this movie, like he brings to a lot of his movies. So you could have talked on that. Like 2001, like I think that that is a, uh, this is what man is going to be doing. This is what could happen. I think that was a, a, a cool way of looking at the future. And I think that this was unfortunately just a, a guy who fell in love with a character and misunderstood a story.
2: I don't know man that moon landing video is really boring. I knew it. I knew it.
0: <laughs> I knew it. We, yeah. Thanks for the uh, setup. I don't know I don't know if 2001 2001 would be a rough one to talk about because that one's also better to look at than it is to sort of enjoy like
4: oh yeah i really enjoyed i enjoyed this one
2: (laughs) at least i can do psychedelics (laughs) and watch 2001 i would not want to watch this on any sort
4: of drug oh no no no, this is
0: yeah no this i mean yeah again it's definitely problematic i i definitely got something completely different out of it than zach did um (laughs)
4: <laughs> Johnny, what do you what what uh sorry, Jared, what did you think this story was? Like what at the end of it, if you had to tell somebody, hey, I just I just watched a clockwork orange, here's what it's about. <laughs> Mr. Blaze, what is this movie about?
3: Oh uh, man, I would just say a entitled sociopath kind of getting away with um whatever he wants in the beginning and then trying, you know, basically having to face a little form of consequence, which is supposed to be his quote unquote redeeming arc. And then he's supposed to turn his life around, so to speak, but he kind of doesn't, you know what I mean? Like you say, they want you to feel sorry for this guy, but you really shouldn't.
4: Yeah. They, yeah. That's it. Like, it's just like, I, I think that a guy's supposed to redeem. There's, there's nowhere in this movie where he
1: deserves for you to be sorry for him. No. Like, no, in no, the beginning, he's raping and he's beating the shit out of people, and then he gets his ass kicked, which is cool. He gets sent to prison, fucking cool, and then he gets yeah. rehabilitated. Okay, cool, but then he gets—they re- turn him right back. Not cool.
0: Yeah, because he didn't really get rehabilitated. That was the the uh, shit. The Ludovico, the Ludovico technique yeah. is sort of supposed to be like how they were trying to treat people with lobotomies it's supposed to just not make you able to do that stuff like it doesn't matter what you are as a person afterwards you just can't do the bad stuff anymore turns, right. it, turns it out turns out people work. get really
2: passive when you scramble their frontal cortex yeah and <laughs>
0: yeah so it they didn't to- work it didn't work there and it doesn't work here
4: Yeah, they tried to, like, Pavlovian dog him, uh, which I guess if you had to put this movie into something, it would be like, we still should give people free choice.
1: Right? It's probably all you can get out of it. You could read into it that
2: way. You could also read into it that the state shouldn't have corporal punishment.
4: Well, I mean, that's the same, really the same thing. It's like people should be able to choose their thing. The state shouldn't be involved. Uh, Anarchy is great. Uh <laughs> keep wow. taking it.
0: if you got anarchy is
4: great out of this. That's pretty much what have. it is though. Uh this, this, this movie is anarchy. Yeah, the movie is saying like whenever the government or anybody I- imposes anything, they mess it up worse than it would have been. They don't have a right to do this, and they're enforcing their own, you know, uh uh, uh will, which is way worse than your free will.
0: Except when he's in prison. Like he's not doing anything to anybody, even if it's false, even if it's fake, he's still not doing anything to anybody. It's not until they mess with who he is as a person that it really screws anybody up.
4: I think I think he likes being there and uh he even says so, even in the you know the uh un- un- misunderstood narrator, uh, he's like, I'm gonna miss this place as a place that you know you spend any time in. He he liked <laughs> yes. that place, he liked being told what to do. Uh and, and the only <laughs> the only time that he felt any <laughs>
0: Alex if Alex yeah, was alive now, he would definitely be on 8 chan. He would 100 oh, be- percent yeah you would be the worst person you've ever met on the internet
2: zach there's a modern remake of clockwork orange announced for 2021 and what would it be like
4: uh it, it's called the joker and uh, a lot of dudes <laughs> loved it a lot of white dudes loved it, <laughs> a, lot dudes loved it. <laughs> a lot of white dudes loved it yeah dude how they did in, in, in society how in, today in society how can a society how can a society <laughs> how can a society how, how can, can a society in a society, guys, we're in a society.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh God. Oh boy, this is society. <laughs> we have rules. Oh. <laughs> and honestly, the only time that he even like responds to anything is when they mess with music, and then he kind of lies to get out of it. Like I don't even think any of the stuff worked. He just—he's a liar. <laughs> like he's always been a liar. The narrator tells us he's a liar. uh You guys tell me he's a liar. Uh, he That's lies about everything. Yeah. yeah. He, he I does. He, li- he
0: lies about everything. Like, And he does say that he's lying about this stuff. Like, when he's talking to, you know, when he's talking to the chaplain, you know, he doesn't give a shit about the Bible. He... Actually, he does give a shit about the Bible. He's reading and fantasizing that he's one of the Roman centurions that's torturing Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah. <Right>. demented fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um... So yeah, I mean, we are, he tells you right away that he's an unreliable narrator, that he is lying and he's lied about everything his entire life to get what he wants. So yeah, you're not, you're not supposed to feel sorry for him. I didn't feel sorry for him. I'm sorry that you felt sorry for him.
4: Oh, I definitely did not feel sorry for him. (laughs) No, not at all. No, No. I felt sorry for people that watch this movie and go, all right, this is cool. I'm into this. I want to dress up. I'm going to dress up like Alex for Halloween. And put it on my and top five list. <laughs>
2: I want to see these guys when I go to see the new Space Jam. <laughs>
0: you know, that's that's a very strange... That is weird. Yeah, yeah it's that's weird. It's weird. And I, I definitely, again, not a book review. I definitely did have my my view skewed by knowing the book before I watched this movie for the first time. Like I knew what was going on in this thing. So, maybe I wasn't watching it as, you know, and picking out the stuff because I knew sort of the intention of the author rather than the intention of Stanley Kubrick, who does miss the point of a lot of things. (laughs) All right. So, we're obviously going to have to talk about the scene where he's getting this technique done to him. Mm -hmm. Um, So, they strap him up into a straitjacket. And they open up his eyes with yes. these metal clamps so that he can't blink, so he has to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch <laughs> Hamilton, but what I watched of it, it was a, a little bit torture. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, since <clears throat> <laughs> I also don't get Banksy. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> So since Stanley Kubrick is a maniac, um, they did actually hold Malcolm McDowell's eyelids open with those metal things. So that that terror that you're seeing in his face is real. You know, they're they're torturing the man to get again to get what he wants out of this
3: scene.
4: Well, a little, beh- a little behind the scenes on this, too. Uh, that technique is only supposed to be used by a patient that's laying down, flat on their back. Uh, Kubrick wanted him to be sitting up so much so that it actually tore a piece of uh, Malcolm McDowell's mm-hmm. retina and made him not be able to shoot for about a week. But they had to hire a doctor. to That guy who's putting drops in his eyes is an mm-hmm. actual doctor brought on because they wanted a doctor to be on there to give him the actual drops because he was doing something very, very bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it shows. So they're showing him acts of, of violence and, you know, Nazis and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, it makes him sick. They give him the drugs so that he's sick whenever he thinks about violence, whenever he thinks about sex. And it also, since they're playing the music, when he's thinking about the music, it's it's all conditioning him... To be sick whenever any of this stuff is going on, um, and it works. I mean, it, it works on him. He did is it? sick. They, yeah, yeah. It did.
1: <laughs> did it work, or did he lie about it just to get out I of think, it? I think he lied.
0: Even I? I don't think he lied because even after like the graduation ceremony, when he's at the house and the the. The guy who's in his room starts to do, you know, starts to like push him around and stuff. He's getting sick there too. And there's no reason for him to do it if he wasn't actually getting sick. Like for his parents, he could have killed that guy and his parents wouldn't have done anything because they let him do whatever he wants. But he could have beaten the shit out of that guy with no consequences in real life, like in their real life
1: yeah i like how they his parents has upgraded to like alex 2.0 yeah, and like, yeah <laughs> i we, mean we got a new son now and how his mom just pretty much cries throughout the entire movie cries yeah. onto the new guy's she, shoulder yeah. yeah yeah she's got like three <laughs> lines and
0: you cry the rest of the movie okay yeah and yeah so his parents are pushovers he knows this So he's going to do whatever he wants. So yeah, there's, there's no reason he would have lied about the treatment working. I, I'm confident that the treatment worked on him. He lets the homeless people
2: assault him without fighting back. And I think that's enough to show that he's not going to react with violence because he gets
5: sick.
0: Yeah. And he is, I don't, I don't think they show it enough, but when he gets out of that, um, he is contemplating suicide. Like he wants to jump off of that bridge because he can't live a life where he can't do any of the stuff he likes to do. Um wow. Okay. <laughs>
1: Which is good because all the shit that he likes to do is like sucks.
0: <laughs> it might be cool for him, but it sucks for everybody else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's that was what they were doing with with this technique was for the greater good.
4: See um, my my problem my problem with him uh not being whatever uh you know sick or whatever um is and, and we're going to get to it but just to t- talk on it right here is that when he's at the the other house and you know and he has full memory of what he did at that house when he's in the bathtub he's singing the same song that he was singing stupid. before yeah which very stupid which means he's most likely thinking of violence <sighs> No. Could you imagine if a
0: guy like that became president? Yeah. Too soon. Too soon, Nick. <laughs>
2: We're not trying to get political on the real voice. We're not
0: trying to get political, but fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> who was basically, you know, somebody who got away with everything no. he ever wanted God. to do for his entire life.
2: Andrew After- Jackson was such a monster.
3: <laughs> yeah, bro.
1: Also
0: him. <laughs> hey, damn you, George Washington.
4: And your hemp growing. someone was saying something uh i was just saying that like it 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 doesn't seem like he is reformed if he can have positive memories of a negative situation just the thought of that should make him ill and because it doesn't and he's in that house he's singing that song Mm. i would think that he was that was him thinking like i got away with it all i did it Mm -hmm. that's that's how i kind of read that
0: okay i i I that's can, fair. I get that. Yeah, it that's totally fair, but that's one thing out of again the the homeless sure. people beating him up and Yeah. you know, and he does have when they start playing that music while he's locked in that room, he's also getting very sick. Like Yeah, true. There's no reason for him to be lying about that either. He's completely by himself. Yeah. So, yeah, the bathtub scene doesn't make any sense. Steve, you're right. Kubrick's fault.
1: I think it was Kubrick's just like fault. let's let's test the water. Like I'm gonna sing this song and see if this old man remembers. I'm gonna test this water.
0: <laughs> yeah. So in the house, uh, this is where we find out that this is all political. Everything that's been happening is political. Um, you know, this side. You never even find out which side is against it and which side is for it because it doesn't matter. It's two sides of a political spectrum using this thing for both of their gains. Um, So yeah, the, the writer is a, a, a a radical, they call him a radical something. Um, So he's, you know, he's on one side and the, the, the prime minister, I don't even know who the the and like the guy is. Um, he's on the other side. Um, the one thing I did have about this scene, it looks like he's eating Cincinnati chili. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I thought it was Wait, the- yeah. 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 Uh, Cool, cool uh, Star Wars tidbit. The guy who carries down uh, the you know the wheelchair—that's David Prowse, who is Darth Vader.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Huh. Nice. Okay.
4: Fun fact. Fun fact.
0: <laughs> so you know. fun. It's it's a very fun <laughs> fact. Thank you for introducing some fun into this movie. I am sorry that I picked this movie. Like I had and four
4: others
2: right. that I could have. We've had it too easy in this first round, so I think this yeah. is kind of a nice palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah,
4: I guess I guess it's cool to feel how Chris Harvey feels every single week because it seems like <laughs> it seems like he hates everything. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I, I guess I can see why he takes lots of naps. He hated this movie too. Yeah. Well, the first he half. He didn't yeah. even. Yeah.
0: First, not even the first yeah. half. Half an, half an hour. Not even the first act.
4: Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, what I what I enjoyed out of this, and uh, Jerry and was talking about it earlier, uh, the scene at, right after he gets beat up by the homeless people um, is when the police come, they break up the fight and it's his old gang members who are now police officers. This is one of the like this kind of stuff is what I was enjoying about this movie was like the corrupt government stuff, the corrupt police stuff, the you know, the the shitty prison system stuff. This is this is what I was getting out of this movie rather oh. than the white privilege stuff. Uh, this <laughs> my notes. <laughs> My notes for this sequence are,
2: fuck homeless people, fuck the police, fuck the physically disabled, fuck everybody.
0: Man, this is awful. Yeah, fuck everybody. Yeah. That's yep. that's and again, it's it's framed it's framed wrong in the movie, but that is the whole that is the whole thing. Right. Um, this and fuck then everybody. Turned... Fuck everybody that's not me. <laughs> says Alex. <laughs>
4: right when i saw that the police officers were his ex-gang members i was like this is what rage against the machine fights against this is another problem <laughs> it's like look at these friggin' uppity white dudes they get to do whatever uh-huh. they want and now they're now they're in charge of of telling other people that they're wrong uh yeah, th- yeah this that's exactly and I,
0: I have my notes say his old gang are now cops open parenthesis, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they surprise. take him to the woods yeah. and they beat him and they, they drown him and they just leave him there. Another one of my yes they, moments. Because they can do that because they're <coughs> the cops. They can mm-hmm. do whatever they want. They've gone from the gang of like 15 year olds who could get away with anything they want to now they are authority who can get away with anything they want and this yeah this is again this is what i was enjoying out of this movie was was this kind of social commentary stuff it does and anybody else dan i know you have thoughts Jerry and you have thoughts on the police beating the absolute shit out of alex i wish I was, it wasn't the police but i do i did enjoy seeing alex get the the shit beat out of him i was
1: wondering if yeah, they were, we're going to drown him that's what i was wondering I'm like are they going to kill him are they going to kill him this is it this is the end stop watching this movie roll but credit. then you looked no. and
0: saw that there was still a half an hour left in the
1: movie
3: yeah <clears throat> that is disappointing
0: <laughs> jerry what do you have what do you think about this
3: well dan kind of took the point i was going to say about the drowning
0: yeah it just the fact that it was the cops didn't take it away from anybody
3: <laughs> yeah
0: okay
2: I promise not to get political on this podcast. Oh,
4: yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean really, I like, like, like no one, bro. <laughs> yeah, like seeing, t- seeing two <laughs> white cops do whatever they want doesn't, you know, what, whatever. That's probably like the most realistic thing in this movie. Uh, th- this movie is is so like uninclusive. This movie is just so despicable. Uh, the only two black people or people of color you see are in prison. Uh, there's no good representation. Were there? Of- there was two. I, the, I didn't even make note of that. I
0: didn't note it. I thought. <coughs> I thought every single person in this movie was white.
4: Nope. There's two black dudes, and they're in prison. Uh, that this movie is like it is so anti everything that I kind of look for and believe in. Uh, when when Dylan and I write stories, uh, this movie is almost egregiously uh, the polar opposite of what we try to make. Um, oh,
0: and absolutely. When we do when we do our podcast, we do our best to make sure that people are represented in the shows and, and all that stuff. And uh, I thought the uh, again, I I only noticed white people in this movie and I thought that was sort of another part of the commentary. Like all of these white people were all together and that's all there was here.
2: I mean, Kubrick in the 70s, who can say? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I mean it, yeah, that could have been that could have been Kubrick. It could have been the point but it's not mentioned ever. So I guess it doesn't You know, so he gets, he gets tortured. He jumps out of a window trying to kill himself. He fails. (laughs) Womp, womp. (laughs) Womp, womp. Mm -hmm. So now we are, we are in, thankfully, the last scene of this movie (laughs) where Alex is all by himself in an entire ward of this hospital. There is not another soul to be seen doctors nurses alex he both of his arms are broken both of his legs are broken he's in a neck brace he can't do anything for himself um he's there for who knows how long um i did my my one note was the doctor and nurse are having sex yeah, what, what the hell what is that, about?
5: that
2: i just wrote that it's classic kubrick nonsense yeah it's like Uber. yeah
0: Yeah, it's
1: she would have put her shirt on before she opened like the curtain to see what was going on. Not in this future. No, not
0: not in this movie. We needed more boobs in this movie. Uh, Apparently, Um, yeah, I guess. The doctor pulling up his (laughs) pants while he was running out, a little funny. I did laugh at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They could (laughs) have just left with that and that would have been hilarious, but
0: (laughs) so yeah. So the backlash against the treatment again uh political stuff uh his parents come to visit him again mom's useless dad also useless in a different way yeah raise um, your
1: kids <laughs> yeah, watch I, it. please thank you if you if you're um, a, a responsible seriously. parent thank you <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah that the the parents are useless in this movie. I don't even know why they're in it at all. To show how useless parents have become in this future. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. So we got is he the only patient? Um, we find out that he that they reverse the treatment. I don't know how exactly. He says he has he has flashbacks that he thought were dreams of people messing with his brain but we don't see any scars or, you know, so it's not surgical or anything. Probably. Uh,
4: it's who the knows? Future. It's the future. Yeah.
0: Future. <laughs> so they were doing. Yeah. So this is when we find out the writer was using Alex the whole time. Did he, did, do we think that he knew that Alex was the guy who was in his house earlier and, you know, is to blame for his wife's death and yeah. him being, Mm-hmm. The entire time, or do you think it just dawned on him when he was singing, singing in the rain in the bathtub?
1: I think once he busted out and busted out and sung, that's when he was like, oh,
4: "You motherfucker!" I, I think he might have known a little <laughs> earlier because he said that he saw him in the paper and all like the egregious things they were doing, which would make sense mm-hmm. that he would have linked it together. But yeah, when he sang that song, I think that's when the the author was like, "Oh, this dude's got to go. This dude's got to get wrecked."
0: Yeah, that was another almost comedy moment. <laughs> was seeing him be that angry <laughs> while <Yeah>. he said, <laughs> I, like, "I thought
1: he was like season up. I thought he was yeah. season. Yeah, no, he's just I, so
0: pissed I, off. This this movie, watching it and now talking about it, it is beating the life out of me. <laughs> like I am.
4: And I liked it like it wasn't so much that the author's wife had to die because Alex murdered her. she had to suffer for a whole nother month and yeah, then die she... from something uh, uh, because of it. So like yeah, this movie right. just hates women. this movie hates a lot of things, and uh yeah i I really am upset yeah it's that I, I, yeah, it's
0: bad. Yeah. i am upset now as well <laughs> i should have <laughs> i should have put ravenous in as my number five i'm sorry this, everyone don't, don't hey it's all smooth sailing from here this is the roughest movie on anybody. this is absolutely, this is by far the roughest movie
2: yeah um, yes. there, I mean, might, we,
0: there will there will surely I mean, be movies that we enjoy less. <laughs> could what, have put, could but, I spit
4: on your grave? I don't know. Like what? Well, <laughs> yeah. we, do, we do have Boondock Saints and Forrest Gump coming. I up, mean, so that's what co- I'm saying. Uh, that's, those are going to be fun discussions. Fun discussions. Right. This is not a fun discussion. No. <laughs> and the thing is, because my, my problem that I have is that people look at this as art. And I have such a hard time because... Outside of it being beautiful, and it is beautiful, like it is, what, it's like,
1: absolutely beautiful.
4: It has the same thing that Into the Spider Verse has, where if you pause it at any point, you're like, "Ah, oh, man, that's a gorgeous." I would put that on my wall. But there's nothing good about this story. There's nothing that you can take mm-hmm. from it. There's no good tale. There's no like. I just I don't find anything other than Kubrick showing people watch me jerk off. And that's it. Like, I, I am so good at directing. I am so good at filmmaking that I can put an X-rated movie into the Oscars. I am so good at filmmaking that I can treat people like shit. You know, like, it, it, it's so awful, you know, that he that he made a movie that people actually mimicked and, and dressed up with these guys. And <laughs> yeah, yeah little- I... Yeah, more Nick comfortable conversation about the, puberty. Yeah, bangers. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people yeah. dressed up as these guys and went and actually raped people in real life because of this movie. Like, I, I just I don't know why people view this as something high level cinema.
1: It I'm at a uh. loss for words. I just I, I just can't believe it yeah, this is a complete pile of garbage. <laughs> this whole movie sucks. I like the, nothing happens. Like there's no climax and then a, a downfall. It's just like this happens. This yeah. guy's a douchebag. Okay, he goes to prison. And this happens, and then he's back to being the do
4: And honestly, if you know, if you know about Kubrick, you know, he made two thousand and one because as Dylan says, uh, he also made the moon landing, which was <laughs> this is how good society can be, this is how good uh humans can be. And I think because of the backlash of that, he was let down by society and just said, Now I'm gonna fuck with everybody, I'm gonna see exactly how bad society can be, and I'm gonna shove it down your throat and say, You see what you should have had, this is what you could have had, this is what now you deserve, and you deserve a bunch of people. Just just coming and raping people uh because they can, can. can? yeah
0: Maybe? and i mean if we're <laughs> if we're looking at look at what society can become like this is the worst society i mean this is it this is
4: this is the worst society.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't so you're say you he succeeded at what he was but... going for is what you're saying right now.
4: <laughs> no, no, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. You can't just make a pile of shit and just say, see, this is why you can't do this, because people hate when you do this. No, you, you, you cannot. You, that, that's not that's not right. That that is why the Joker is such a problematic film. Because you cannot tell people that uh, their way is the right way and society is incorrect when they are privileged-ass white people. Talking about more privileged-ass white people who are more privileged-ass white people in the future that really don't have anything bad. Even the bad people in this movie, nothing bad happens to them. The people that rape and murder get jobs, they get more money, they become celebrities. There's nothing Bad that happens to bad people in the future, and it's not because society is what it is. It's because Kubrick wanted to tell this story because he's fanboying over some piece of shit named Alex, and he wanted to show how good and how much color and how uh, cool, cool I can make movies. It's it's no, I, I I don't think this should be up there.
1: No,
0: I agree. I okay. I concur. I mean we we got through we got through the movie, so <laughs> I. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Like I said, this was, this was a rough one. I mean, I don't
2: know what you expected, Michael, honestly. I
0: I was, this is what I was expecting. Um, I, yeah, I, I got completely different things from it. Again, I may have been tainted from knowing the source material. um, So I was looking for certain things. Um, Let's mute Zach while...
4: <laughs> ah. <laughs> let's t- let's let's tune into Michael's number four, Donnie Darko, where we go over how cool time oh, travel can be.
0: No, my <laughs> goodness, no, my my number four is so no, I'm kidding. fucking I'm kidding. light. I'm not in middle school anymore, man.
4: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah.
0: This is yeah. This was a movie that I picked. Um, I I still like the social commentary stuff. I still like the, I still like the way that this movie looks. Um, what what's the social that- commentary? Like I said, the the gang members becoming the cops, the 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 prison system failing everyone, the uh, the like the fact that every like all the political parties were using this man's, you know, torture. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted I to don't put
2: that up for anybody who wanted to buy followers. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, let
4: buy some followers. You can let's... get famous that way. That's fine. Go on, actually, you know what? Might as well put that back up there. do uh, you want to be <laughs> famous, you can buy followers by clicking on those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, wh- what else?
0: Yeah. And that's it, man. <laughs> can, can we reel this? Yeah, let's reel this yeah. up. I gotta go to work, man. Well,
4: first we gotta we gotta do the wheel. We have to do something uh way more important oh, yeah. right before yeah, we before we reel this movie and say, get out of here. So let's, let's lighten this up a little bit. Let's uh, let's bring out a little bit of fun. Uh, we did not, if, for anyone who doesn't know, we didn't have a movie to review this coming Friday for May 7th and uh, we weren't sure what we were doing. And we saw that a lot of people were posting movies that we should review on here. And Dylan created this super cool wheel. So we took every single uh, suggestion that we could find on there and we threw it onto the wheel. And that way we don't get to pick. Uh, we'll let you guys pick. You guys wanted to see us review this movie. So uh, Dylan, if you want to go ahead and bring up this wheel, just so we could talk about a couple yeah. things on here. So, here's what I'm
2: gonna do. Oh, look at that, it's a big wheel with 14 <laughs> movies on it. So, <laughs> these are movies that have been recommended Ooh. by viewers and have been kind of brought up by people who want us to review this sort of thing. Uh, for those of you who are listening to the podcast and not on the stream, you can actually watch this live if you manage to cut out some time for us to do this live for you, Monday. or you can listen to it pre you know, pre recorded on whatever. Podcast app you're listening to, you weirdo. Anyway, you share with yeah, your You friends. can watch it. You can watch <laughs> yes. it. Monday
0: at eight, live on Facebook, Twitch, uh, all sorts of different places. Uh, or you can you can catch <laughs> Periscope. <laughs> you can you can subscribe to us on YouTube and uh, watch it later. Hey, uh, J-
4: Jaron, have you seen any of these movies that are on here on this wheel?
3: Punisher, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goonies, yes. Uh, what is that? Reanimator? or no? So i married Axe Murder. Yes, uh, beaches. Yes, hell yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, air, please, no. man, cool. please be
0: <clears> something <throat> light. Please be something light. We've please got a few good some... ones I'm up ready. here.
2: Okay, come <laughs> on. Before, without further ado, someone provide us with some theme music because I'm going to spin it in three, two, one. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, look at it go round and round. Isn't that great? Here it
4: is. No, keep going. No. It's no. Not. Oh, hey, the night comes. The Night Comes For Us is what we're <laughs> – I don't know anything about this movie. I don't know, know anything about, anything about, about it either. Dylan, while we start doing our reels, you want to look this movie up and kind of yeah, give sure. people a synopsis of what this is? Uh, so next Friday – Dan has seen it. Too
2: late, guys. Bumble,
4: yeah. it. Dude, Videodrome and Airheads are already on this list, so hopefully next time we do the wheel, that'll be on there. Dan, you've already seen The Night Comes For Us?
1: I've seen bits and pieces. And I don't like
0: it.
4: Oh God! Great. Oh God. <laughs> great. Uh, is it is it
0: light at least? Is it a? It fun doesn't sound like it. Action so, movie.
4: Oh wait,
1: I, I got, got some. N- no spoilers. If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to say anything. So I want to yeah, see I what you guys it. think of it. So oh, I've got oh
2: I've got a little bit of background here for you, just a real brief intro. Um. So the night comes for us is a film. It is <laughs> conceived as a <laughs> screenplay and then adapted into a graphic novel. It is about organized crime enforcer who decides to turn his life around and then obviously that doesn't get, uh, you know, he doesn't work out, but it, stor- it stars Whoa. out Joe Taslim, who you might recognize as Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat 2021. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we've already got our own little shared universe going here. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so tune in on Friday, May whatever,
4: uh, May 7th. 7th. 9 p.m east 9 p.m
2: to watch the real boys discuss the night comes for us
4: yeah we got to oh. find out where to find that uh, no idea but okay. where, how it's gonna go yeah oh, all right God. sorry about that michael you can get back to reels and goodbyes now
0: all right let's do the reels just real fucking quick <laughs> i like we all know what we thought of this movie and uh, yeah zach go <laughs>
4: uh yeah you i was very clear uh this movie hates women this movie hates a lot of things it is uh pro white privilege i think uh and uh pro hating the government fine uh i out of 10 i have to give this movie three reels i thought about giving it four it's just too pretty uh but honestly like watching it with my Daughter and rewatching it and trying to process what I'm supposed to understand from this, not knowing the book. Uh, yeah, three wheels. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, you can always find me everywhere at somenobodies.com. You can see me and Dylan on talking stream and twitching on stream every Sunday, Monday, and Tuesdays. Uh, you can find the real boys every Monday and Fridays. Uh, you can see me at various things throughout the week and hear all of our weird stuff over at somenobodies.com and everything else. And uh, next Monday is my movie, so uh, hopefully, I like it. Yeah. It's, it's parasite
2: it's fantastic
4: no i'm kidding it's parasite it is another one of my perfect movies and uh i hope people like it as much as i do it, so
0: it would have been in my top five if Zach had done it already. i love i love dylan peeking out from <laughs> yeah, <that's
4: hilarious>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> bye guys i'll see you on friday with uh this movie that i already forgot the name of but we'll see you soon the night comes for us <laughs> right all on.
2: right um Man, this was a hard one. I can recognize Kubrick's filmmaking abilities, but like five <laughs> five out of ten I don't know a going any higher than that makes me feel bad. going any lower than that makes me feel like I'm being inauthentic. so I'm gonna give it like a two point five out of five, which comes out to a five out of ten. um I mean, you hey. did your best, Michael
0: goralling well, this I, conversation god i was i was. I, I do have a hard time um defending this movie like I I get why people wouldn't like this movie absolutely um I liked it less this time than any of the other times that I watched it yeah. but but again the book tainted what I was do like what I was thinking about while I was watching it so. Yeah, go read the book the book's go read better. the book it's anyway. it's a wonderful book it really is and that last chapter really does. Um, add something to, it, it, it adds a character arc to Alex.
2: Yeah. Uh, so anyway, like Zach said, I'm on some nobodies. You can find me on Twitch and upstream, talking upstream, Silicon angels, whatever. we got some stuff coming out. Um,
1: bye. (laughs) Dan lovely. What's up everybody. Um, I am not, I am petty. I am not like all these other people and I'm going to give this a two. Because this movie was terrible. The only reason I didn't give it a zero is because it was beautiful, but everything else sucked. <laughs> and the character was a terrible. It was just it was just bad. And you can catch me. Oops caught me smoking. Catch it on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Facebook, and everywhere else. I love you guys. Bye.
3: Jerry and Blaze. What's going on? Oh, sorry, man. I didn't mean to cut you off there.
0: No, no, no. That's all I was gonna say. Just your name.
3: (laughs) All right, all right. Uh, I give it a strong four, man. Um, Never had heard of this uh, director nor of any of his films, so uh, I get the I get the what it's trying to say. It's just kind of it's nineteen seventy one. It's just so far outdated. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I tried to keep myself. I tried to remind myself of that. You know what I mean? But I see why you liked it. I see why it's in your top five. So I give it a strong four, man.
0: Okay, I appreciate at least you trying.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. I I liked it. Cloud Chronicles, y'all catch us on um, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, the Cloud Chronicles podcast. Peace.
0: All right, and I am Michael Colby from Jack Billings Presents, me and my neighbor Michael. Also, uh, I love this terrible game and the pod skit. So, sorry about this one, guys. (laughs) Maybe not the most entertaining. But this movie was tough to talk about, so thanks for hanging in there with us. Hopefully, Friday's movie will be more entertaining. See you guys. Love you. Bye.